who is an addict? Most of us do not have to think twice about this question. We know our whole lives and thinking was centered in drugs in one form or another. The getting and using and finding ways and means to get more. We live to use and use to live. We, Very simply, an addict is a man or woman whose life is controlled by drugs. We are people in the grips of continual and progressive illness whose ends are always the same. Jails, institutions, and death. Those of us who have found the program of Narcotics Anonymous do not have to think twice about the question who's an addict. We know the firing is our experience as addicts. We are people whose use of any mind-altering or mood-changing substance causes problems in any area of life. Addiction is a disease that involves more than the use of drugs. Some of us believe that our disease was present long before the first time we used. Most of us did not consider ourselves addicted before coming into the Narcotics Anonymous program. The information available to us came from misinformed people. As long as we could stop using for a while, we thought we were all right. We looked at the stopping, not the using. As our addiction progressed, we thought of stopping less and less. Only desperation did we ask ourselves, could it be the drugs? We did not choose to become addicts. We suffer from a disease that expresses itself in ways that are antisocial and that makes the detection and diagnosis and treatment difficult. Our disease isolated us from people except when we were getting, using, and finding ways and means to get more. Hostile, resentful, self-centered, and self-seeking. We cut ourselves off from the outside world. Anything not completely familiar became alien and dangerous. Our world shrank and isolation became our life. We used in order to survive. It was the only way of life that we knew. Some of us used, misused, and abused drugs and still do not consider ourselves addicts. Through all this, we kept telling ourselves, I can handle it. Our misconceptions about the nature of addiction included visions of violence, street crimes, dirty needles, and jails. We are at addiction, was treated as a crime or moral, when our addiction was treated as a crime or moral deficiency, we became rebellious and were driven deeper into isolation. Some of the highs felt great, but eventually the things that we had to do to continue using reflected desperation. We were caught up in the grip of our disease. We were forced to survive any way that we could. We manipulated people. We tried to control everything around us. We lied, stole, cheated, and sold ourselves. We had to have drugs regardless of the cost. Failure and fear began to invade our lives. One aspect of our addiction was our inability to deal with life on life's terms. We tried drugs and combination of drugs to cope with a seemingly hostile world. We dreamed of finding a magic formula that would solve our ultimate problems ourselves. The fact was that we could not use any mind or mood altering changing substances 
including marijuana alcohol, successfully. Drugs cease to make us feel good. At times, we were defensive of our addiction and justified our right to use, especially when we had legal prescriptions. We were proud of the sometimes illegal and often bizarre behavior that typified our using. We forgot about the times when we sat alone and were consumed by fear and self-pity. We, we fell into the pattern of selective thinking. We only remembered the good drug experiences. We justified and rationalized the things that we did to keep from being sick or going crazy. We ignored the times when life seemed to be a nightmare. We avoided the reality of our addiction. Higher mental and emotional functions, such as conscious and the ability to love, were sharply affected by our use of drugs. Living skills would reduce to animal level. Our spirits were broken. The capability to feel human was lost. This seemed extreme, but many of us had been in this state of mind. We were constantly searching for the answer. That person, place, or thing that can make everything all right. We lacked the ability to cope with our daily lives. As our addiction progressed, many of us found ourselves in and out of institutions. These experiences indicated that there was something wrong with our lives. We wanted an easy way out. Some of us thought of suicide. Our attempts were usually feeble and only helped to contribute to our feelings of worthlessness. We were trapped in the illusion of what if, if only, and just one more time. When we did seek help, we were only looking for the absence of pain. We had regained good physical health many times, only to lose it by using again. Our track record shows that it is impossible for us to use successfully. No matter how well we may appear to be in control, using drugs always brings us to our knees. Like other incurable diseases, addiction can be arrested. We agree that there is nothing shameful about being an addict, provided we accept our dilemma honestly and take positive action. We are willing to admit without reservation that we are Allergic to drugs, common sense tells us that it could be insane to go back to the source of our allergies. Our experience indicates that med medicine cannot cure our illness. Although physical and mental tolerance play a role, many drugs require no extended period of use to trigger allergic reaction. Our reaction to drugs is with is what makes us addicts, not how much we use. Many of us did not think we had a problem with drugs until the drugs ran out. Even when others told us that we had a problem, we were convinced that we were right and the world was wrong. We used this belief to justify our self-destructive behavior. We developed a point of view that enabled us to pursue our addiction without concern 
her own well-being or the well-being of others. We began to feel that the drugs were killing us long before we could ever admit it to anyone else. We noticed that if we tried to stop using, we couldn't. We suspected that we had lost control over the drugs and had no power to stop. Certain things followed as we continued to use. We, be, we, we became accustomed to state of mind that is common to addicts. We forgot what it was like before we started using. We forgot about social graces. We acquired strange habits and mannerisms. We forgot how to work. We forgot how to play. We forgot how to express ourselves and how to show, show concern for others. We forgot how to feel. While using, we lived in another world. We experienced only periodic jokes of reality or self-awareness. It seemed that we were at least two people instead of one, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We ran around and tried to get our lives together before our next run. Sometimes we could do this very well, but later it was less important and more impossible. In the end, Dr. Jekyll died and Mr. Hyde took over. Each of us had a few things that we never did. We cannot let these things become excuses to use again. Some of us feel lonely because of differences between us and other members. This feeling makes it difficult to give up old connections and old habits. We all have different tolerances of pain. Different tolerances of pain. Some addicts need to go to greater extremes than others. Some of us found that we had enough when we realized we were getting high too often and it was affecting our daily lives. At first, we were using in a manner that seemed to be social or at least controllable. We had indi indication, we had no indication of the disaster the future held for us. At some point, our using became uncontrollable and antisocial. This began when things were going well and we were in situations that allowed us to use frequently. This was usually the end of the good times. We may have tried to moderate, substitute, or even stop using, but went from a state of drug success, and well-being to complete spiritual, mental, and emotional bankruptcy. This rate of decline varies from addict to addict, whether it occurs in years or days. It is all downhill. Those of us who don't lie from the disease will go on to prison, mental, Ill, mental institutions, or complete demoralization as the disease progressed. Drugs have given us the feeling that we could handle whatever situation might develop. We became aware, however, that drug usage were largely responsible for some of our worst predicaments. Some of us may spend the rest of our lives in jails for the drug-related crimes. We had to reach our bottom 
before we were willing to stop. We were finally motivated to seek help in the latter stages of our addiction. Then it was easier for us to see the destruction, disaster, and delusion of our usings. It was harder to deny our addiction when problems were staring us in the face. <clears throat> Some of us first saw the effects of addiction on the people closest to us. We were very dependent on them to carry us through life. We felt angry, disappointed, and hurt when they found other interests, friends, and loved ones. We regretted the past, derided the future, and we weren't too thrilled about the present. After years of searching, we were more unhappy and less satisfied than when it all began. Our addiction enslaved us. We were prisoners of our own mind and were condemned by our own guilt. We gave up the hope that we would ever stop using drugs. Our attempts to stay clean always failed, causing us pain and misery. As addicts, we have an incredible disease called addiction. The disease is chronic, progressive, and fatal. However, it is treatable disease. We feel that each individual has to answer the question, am I an addict? <coughs> Excuse me. How we got the disease is of no matter, or no important, immediate important to us. We are concerned with recovery. We began to treat our addiction by not using. Many of us saw answers by failed, but failed to find any workable solutions until we found each other. Once we identify ourselves as addicts, help became possible. We came to see a little of ourselves in every addict and see a little of them in us. This insight lets us help one another. Our future seemed hopeless until we found clean addicts who are willing to share with us. Denial of our addiction keeps us sick. By our honest admission of addiction enables us to stop using. The people in Narcotics Anonymous told us that they were recovering addicts who had learned to live without drugs. If they could do it, so could we. The only alternatives to recovery are jails, institution, derealization, and death. Unfortunately, our disease makes us deny our addiction. If you are an addict, you can find a new way to of life through the Narcotics Anonymous program. We have become very grateful in the course of our recovery through absence and through working in 12 steps of narcotics anonymous, our lives have become useful. We realize that we are never cured, but that we carry the disease within us for the rest of our lives. We have a disease, but we do recover. Each day we are given another chance. We are convinced that there is only one way for us to live, and that is the NA way. I would like to take a moment to actually welcome you all to this podcast and to introduce myself. My name is Roy, and I am a grateful recovering addict. 
I've been in the program of Narcotics Anonymous for five years, three months, and 27 days. And I am truly grateful. Uh, I run an online recovery group. For face, it's a Facebook group. It's called Real Deal Recovery. If you or a loved one has the disease of addiction or are in recovery and would like extra support other than your regular meetings in your home group, please log on to Real Deal Recovery. It's, like I said, it's a Facebook group. I have an administration team there that will help you with any struggles by sharing their experience, strength, and hope. Thank you, and you guys all have a blessed and wonderful night.